B'shem Hashem Naseh Naseh Everyone's invited to our brand new last parak of Masechet Berachot in the Har Lebanon Ohobet Torah Daf Yomi edition. We are now in the last parak, Parak Haro'eh, on Daf Nun Dalid Amud Aleph. So we're going to start a brand new Mishnah. This Mishnah is going to deal with the Berachot that you make when you see certain uh, spots. Oh, here's Isaac, give him the board. Hold on. One second. Hold on. Pause this. So, the Mishnah begins as follows. A person who sees a place where the Jews had miracles happen to them. You say, Baruch Hashem made miracles to our fathers in this place. If you see a place, Makom. Baruch, with the name. Baruch, with the name. Baruch Hashem, Hashem, yes. Okay? Now, if you see, Haro'eh Makom, if you see Makom, Shne'ekra, Mimenu, Avadat Kochavim, if you see a place where they uprooted idol worship, then you have to make a barakah. Baruch Omer, Baruch Sha'akad, Avodat Kochim Me'artzenu. Baruch is the one who uprooted idol worship from our land. Now, my assumption is that this is only talking about in Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. In the time of the Mingdash or anything? And that's what Tosot says. If you look at Tosot, Tosot says, Sha'akad Akum Me'artzenu, Okay, I don't know what we call Eretzistayel. I think we call Eretzistayel should mean anywhere in Eretzistayel. Not from the whole end. So where oh, were you in could, you make the What? All over you make that I guess. Whenever you get rid of a, a church or, or something else. It has to be idol worship. So you have to hold that it's idol worship. Let's see. Okay. Let's go on another thing. If you see Al-Zikin Al-Zivaot Al-Ra'amin Al-Ruchot Al-Brakim if you see zikim, if you see earthquakes, thunder. Thunder is ra'am. Ra'am is thunder. Winds, ruach, or lightning, any of these things. Omer baruch shekocho ugurato maleolam. You say baruch, is has- baruch Hashem shekocho ugurato maleolam. The Gemara will explain these things. Al hearim va'agvaot va'yamim va'nearot va'midvarot. Mountains, hills, rivers, oceans, or deserts, you say, Baruch Oseh Maseh Breshit. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Haro'et HaYam HaGadol Omer, if you see the Yam HaGadol, which we hold is the Unkainis, which is, uh, we'll see soon what, what, what exactly it is. If you see the Yam HaGadol, some say the Yam HaGadol is, it's Lachokan if it means uh, the Mediterranean, or does it mean the, the Unkainis, we'll see. That's only if you see it only at, at, at certain times. But if you see it all the time, like a sailor, doesn't make it. Okay? On rains. And on good news. On bad news, if a person built a new house, or bought new clothes, 
לזמן הזה, אוקיי? מברך על הרעה מעין על הטובה. When you make a ברכה on bad things, you include a little bit of the good things. ועל הטובה, when you mention the good things, מעין על הרעה, you mention a little bit of the bad things, the Gemara is going to explain exactly what that means. Okay? On a ticket? I don't know about a ticket. ועל צועק לשעבר, a person who cries, is crying out to Hashem over things that pass, welcome Sam. Okay? For example, we don't, a person cries out about things that happened already, we're calling that a wasted tefillah. Wow. Now, the first one we're going to talk about, it need, needs work, but let's see. Guy's wife is pregnant, I guess in a later stage of pregnancy, and says, I hope my wife gives birth to a male. It's a wasted prayer, because... Days. Whatever it is, it is. For example, now the Gemara, it seems like the Mishnah is comparing to the next case. The guy is coming on the road. And he hears yelling in the city, Ah, help! Uli, Uli! In the house. And he, now he says, I hope it's not my house. Or for example, a guy sees an ambulance on, his, on a block. So, Hashem, Hashem, please make it not my house. It's already on the block. It's not making... It's a tefillat shav to pray that it's not... Wherever it is, it is. Okay? And they're, seemingly they're comparing that to a guy who's... The, the baby's coming out. And somebody asked me an interesting question the other day in my class. He said, uh, my, my student Shlomo, Shlomo Swad asked me, he's like, uh, Rabbi, are you allowed to pray for a miracle? I said, what does that mean? Are you allowed to pray... For example, that someone who passed away should come back to life. Someone just passed away. Is it asura to pray that come back to life? We do it every day. We don't do it every day. Every day we say, we thank Hashem that He has the power. That's, that's a power bracha. That bracha is uh, talking about the power of Hashem. We don't ask Him for it. Right? Do we ever, is it asura to ask? Someone's grandfather passed away, someone's someone passed away, I want it back. I shouldn't bring him back. I'm not getting upset if he doesn't come back, right? Can I pray? So, uh, I thought about that my first thought was this Mishnah. Maybe it's Tefillat Shav. Otherwise, tell me why over here it's not a Tefillat Shav. Why when my wife is giving birth, I'm not supposed to pray that it should be Zachar. Maybe I should switch it. Unless you want to say that over here... It's not, we're not really praying for that. Here, when we pray, say, when you said, it should be a zakhar, it isn't. You could ask to change it. That maybe you're allowed to pray for a miracle. And then here, you know, again, it's a hard, it's a hard situation. I'm not, I'm not answering the question, I'm just throwing a question out there to all of us in, uh, in Mishnahville. Okay. Hanichnas leklach metpalel shtayim. A guy who enters the city, he makes two brachot, two prayers. Achat pekinizato, one when he walks in, v'achat pekinizato. Benazai says, no. Two when he goes in, two when he goes out. He thanks Hashem for the fact that he's able to be where he is and he got protected by Hashem. And he prays that Hashem should protect him of the dangers of the future. Seems like when people went in and out of a city, you were, when you're in a city, you're in a protected area, and out of the city was an unprotected area, and therefore, you had to recognize that in your berachot. Says the, says the Mishnah, 
חייב אדם לברך על הרעה כשם שברך על הטובה. Person is חייב to make a ברכה on bad things just like it makes on good things. Meaning, don't, with the same feeling. Same feeling that you have for one, you should have for the other. Why? As it says, V'ahavta et Hashem lochecha b'chol levavecha. Right. V'chol levavecha means b'shtei yitzrecha, with yitzrecha, yitzrecha tov. Yitzrecha tov, yitzrecha. B'chol nafshecha, all your soul, afilu until even Hashem takes away your life. O b'chol me'odecha, what is b'chol me'odecha? So the simple way to say is b'chol mamoncha, all your money. But the Davar Achel, which is what we came here for, is Bechol Me'odecha, Bechol Mida Umida Shumodid Lach. In every single uh, Mida that Hashem gives you, whether He gives you a good thing, whether He gives you a bad thing, thank you, Hashem. We're supposed to live our lives with the understanding that everything that comes to us, a beautiful thing happened, you made a big sale, thank you, Hashem. Something happened, you lost a sale, thank you, Hashem. Whatever happens, understand that it's coming with Hashem in the same way. So the second pshat, Bechol Me'odecha, fits very nicely. Bechol Me'odecha, Bechol Midah. Whether good Midahs or bad Midah that Hashem deals with you, we still use, and we still thank Hashem. Okay. Says, now, we're going to now talk about the Bet HaMikdash. Lo yakel adam rosho keneged Shara Mizrach. Opposite the Shara Mizrach of the Bahara Bayit, you have to be careful on the eastern side, you got to be careful not to be relaxed and, and uh, light-headed. That's opposite the Kodesh HaKodeshim. Right? The person does not go on Harabayit with... Hmm? Does not go on Harabayit. We are now in the Mishnah. The first word on the line is Velo, by the little Chet. Right? You can't go on Harabai with your stick. You can't go with your shoes. And you're not allowed to go with your money belt. In those days, people used to put their... Money was only coins. And people would put the coins in a special belt to keep it safe. Can't take it on Harabai. It looks like you're going out... When you wear that money belt... It looks like you're going for a day in the park. You're coming to Hashem, you're not coming. This is not, it's not a shuk. You're not going to buy stuff. Leave your money outside. This is a special thing. Okay? And you cannot come even with the dirt on your feet. You have to wash your feet before you come on. And this is the time when there's no Beth Amikdash. No. How to buy it? When there's Beth Amikdash. And with... When there's no Beth Amikdash, you're saying. Is it? Without... Well, we're talking about going on Harbait. The Mishnah is written when there is no right. Harbait. But it's talking about the, what the laws of when, when we have Harbait. Okay? You can never walk through uh, Harbait. Harbait. And spinning on Harbait, of course you're not allowed to do it. Harbait is where? Outside the Harbait is on top. On top, past the Kotel. Where, the where we're not allowed to walk are. today. All these areas. You're not allowed to walk there because we're Tamer now. But he is telling you, even had you been Tahor in the time of the Beit HaMikdash, when you go, you have to keep these things. You have to make sure that you don't spit, that you, you don't walk with your money belt. It's so not, it's not anywhere on top of Harabait. Now, the eastern gate, you have to be very careful not to even joke around. Forget about your money belt, you can't even joke around. But even the whole Harabait, 
No money about none of these things. What okay. About the streets of Yerushalayim, someone spits on the ground. Is it also holy ground? It doesn't say that here. Kol Every time they end the Berakha and the Beit HaMikdash, they would end with the words, Ad HaOlam. Ad HaOlam. That's how the, you'll, see, you'll see in a second how the Berakha ends. Mishikiklu Atzdukim. When once the people, the Sidukim came, and Sidukim claimed that there's only one world, there's no next world, Chas Shalom. So they used to change things, and they stopped saying Ad HaOlam. Because the word Ad HaOlam implies that only in this world, and not there's only this world, Ad HaOlam. Only when the Sidukim thought like that, right? From this world to the next world. This way, in every Baracha in the second Beit HaMikdash, in the first Beit HaMikdash, they never did this. Because they, there were no Sadukim who denied Olam Abba. But once you had the Sadukim around, they had to switch it. They also made another rule that every person should say hi to his friend with Hashem's name. Now, this Hitkinu, by the way, should not be assumed to be at the same time as the first one. Because this first Hitkinu, we're going to bring a proof from Boaz. Boaz is before even the first Beit HaMikdash. Right? The second one, the other thing we told you that you have to say, Min Haolam Vadolam, that was a second Beit HaMikdash thing. Because Sadokim are students of Sadok and Baitos in the second Beit HaMikdash. On the other hand, Boaz, he's understand that he is the great-grandfather David. of David HaMelech, who lived pre-Beit HaMikdash at all. So therefore, uh, the fact that we're mentioning another Hitkinu doesn't mean it's the same time, it just means it's another Takana. Hitkinu, she Adam Shoel Shalom Habero B'Shem. As it says, Shine Mar says in Rut, V'hineh Boaz Ba'am Bethlehem. Boaz came from Bethlehem. V'yomer, and he said, and he said to the Kosarim, Hashem imachem. Which, by the way, we still do when we go for an Aliyah, some people. Okay. Right. Well, well, that Baruch is part of the Baruch but here, Hashem imachem, a lot of people still do. And it also says, Hashem imecha gibor The Malach told Gidon, Gidon, Precedes Boaz as well. Hashem is with you, Gibora Hayel. So you see, mentioning, you see, they're also mentioning Hashem in a greeting. The Omer also says another statement. The Alta Boaz Kizikna Imecha. Don't shame your mother, even though he's old. Which means he. Don't. What the, what the rabbis are doing with this is they're saying that a person should not assume that when, when, uh, when, uh, when someone does something, it has no source in the Torah. And therefore, since you see that Boaz used it, we shouldn't shame quotes. We shouldn't shame Boaz by saying, why is he using Hashem's name to greet somebody? I wish you. No, assume that he has a reason for it, and therefore they made a takana that everyone should do it. The Omer... In another, another pasuk that says, It's time to act for Hashem and nullify the Torah. Why do you nullify the Torah? When you make a new rule, which wasn't beforehand, another time that they use this is when they wrote the Mishnah down. 
the Mishnah was originally supposed to be completely oral. The Pasuk that was used by the B to justify writing down the Mishnah so it doesn't get forgotten was Et La Sot Hashem Hefer Tor Techa. Rabbi Natan Omer, Hefer Tor Techa Mishum Et La Sot Hashem. They nullify the law because it's, an, it's a time to act by Hashem. The Gemara will explain this. Okay. Says the Gemara, we're now at the Gemara um, on the Mishnah. This was quite a long Mishnah. And now we're at the Gemara right over here on Dafnun Dalit Amburaf. Says the Gemara, Minahani Mili. From where do we know that a person should make the Biracha when you see a miracle? Says the Gemara. We actually have a pasuk. What's the pasuk? I think that's the pasuk. So when Yitro saw Moshe and he saw the miracle that happened, he made a barakat. Baruch Hashem. So therefore, we're using that since the pasuk quotes it. We're assuming that it's justified to use those to make a bracha when you see miracles. He's, uh, he's saying like this. Yitro is saying. Uh, he's the one that's always making the decision. Very good, Mister Cameo. It's interesting that Yitro. That is an interesting point. Yitro is saying Baruch Hashem who saved you. Oh, welcome back. But Yitro is saying Baruch Hashem who saved you. From Tachad Yad Paro, he also had a hand in saving him from Yad Paro. Like, like the Midrash says that Yitro was one of the advisors who actually advised Paro not to hurt the Jews. But in fact, that wasn't what saved the Jews. He didn't actually, he, was, he can't really take the credit for it because Paro, like Paro, Paro didn't listen to him. Paro kicked him out. He ran away. So yeah, no, he didn't stay, to, he didn't stay there too long. Okay. We're in the Gemara, by the way, right now. Says the Gemara. You mean to imply, the Gemara is assuming that since the Mishnah, which said, since the Mishnah only mentioned, um, the Mishnah only mentioned miracles that happened to groups of Jews and didn't mention the Beracha on any miracle, on personal miracles, so that's assuming that you don't make a barakah on personal miracles. Is that what you're saying? What do you mean? I'll show you that it's not true. Veha, hahu gavar, there was this fellow, tavakazil ba'avar yimima. He was walking past avar yimina. And nafal aleh aryeh. A lion fell on him. Lions tend to be very, very wild animals. It abid lehenisa. A miracle happened. Vit netzil mineh. Thank you so much, Sam. Yabducha, I uh, a miracle happened to him, and he was saved. After the kameh drapa, he came in front of Ma. The Amal and Rava told him, "Kol emet dematit lahatam, berich baruch shasani nes." No, come on, It says that every time you get to that place, when you see where, where the lion fell on you, you say baruch shasani nes. No, come on, say. So how can you say we only do it on a on a group? Look, Rava told this guy to say it every time he passed the. The lion falling area. And not only that, look at the story of Morbre de Ravina. Morbre de Ravina. He was walking through the valley of Arvot. He was very thirsty for some Maya. 
a miracle happened. A well opened up for him and he drank it all of a sudden. Another time, he was walking through the marketplace of Mechosa. And a wild camel jumped on him. A wild camel seemed to be very dangerous as well. It, it A wall of a house fell apart, not on the camel or him. It fell apart right in front of him in order to enable him access to get in. And he went inside. And when he got to Arvot, every time he would make a bracha. Baruch had a miracle at the Alvot and the Gamal. Kimata Liska de Mechuzah. Whenever he got to the mark was a Mechuzah, he made a Mechah, Baruch Shasalines, with Gamal Barvot. Now, in this case, you don't see, you don't see anyone telling him, but more, more, more the son of Ravina is the rabbi himself. So the fact that he did it should be good enough for us. So Gemara says, how do you get out of the problem? Ami, they say, no. Anisa did a beam, if it's a miracle for a lot of people. Kula alma mehaived ruchi. Then everyone has to make a beracha. Anisa diahid, if it's an individual miracle, iu chaived ruchi. So he has to make a beracha, but nobody else is allowed to make a beracha when he hits that spot. And that's why the Mishnah only lists the public ones and not the private ones. What's considered a Yes, we're, we're affirming both things, but we're differentiating between the two. What's considered a miracle? I don't know, Sam. Can't answer that question. But you want to? You want Isaac? That's a good question. Um, but we don't see anywhere in the Torah. The Torah dictates what Abraham's blessing was when Hashem saved him from the fire. We don't see that anywhere. But this one we Yosef see. Do you see that? You you remember a pasuk saying that Yosef thanked Hashem to get him out of the pit? Okay. Well. Tanu Rabbanan. If you see the place where the Jews cross the Yamsuf, or the way the Jews cross the Yarden, or the, where the Jews placed the Nahal Anon, we'll see soon what that means. Or you see Avne Al Gabish, if you see the rocks of Al Gabish, in the, in the decline of Bet Choron. And if you see the Evan Shibikeshlazrok Og Belech Bashan Yisrael, if you see the rock that Og tried to chuck on the Jews, the Evan Sheyashav Alav Moshe Veshashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashash
החן וחויסר עוברים בחרבה עד שתמו כל הגוי לעבור את הירדן. Everyone walked through, and then the, then the Aron went out, and the Jews left. They didn't have an Aron. When they, when they crossed it, Yamsuf didn't have an Aron. Maybe that's why they didn't do it like this. But here, oh, when they had an Aron, they walked in, and dried it right up, and that was the end of the story. Who ever told you anything about Nachale Aron? It mentions the word Nachale Aron in the, in the Shira that the Jews said, very nice. But who said there was any miracle? What do you know about that? That's why it says in the book of the wars of God, Et Vahev Basufa, Vahev in the Suf. Vitana, and the brighter says, Et Vahev Basufa, Shneem Mitzoraim Hayu. Who this Vahev Basufa? There were two Mitzoraim, Tav Malachin Besof Mahane Yisrael, who were walking behind. The Jews. When the Jews were going through, Atu Emoraim, the Moraim came. Turn the page. Avdi Lahon Nikruta. And they made, in the place, they made caves. Vitashu Bahon. And they hid in these caves. Amni, they said, Kichalfi Yisrael Hachan. When the Jews passed through, Nektalinan. We'll kill them. Now these evil people, Jews weren't attacking them, and they decide they're going to hide there. Didn't know that the Aaron was going in front of the Jews. And the Aaron was busy leveling out the ground. Seems like before the Jews walked, they had the Aaron go first, and the Aaron is leveling mountains. Like it's, it's like it's like dynamite. Boom. The Jews were poor. Because Hashem doesn't want the Jews to have to walk up the mountain. So Hashem, the Aaron is going for it. It's leveling the mountains. It's the time of Yeshua. Yes. Wow. No, no, Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu. Yes, Moshe Rabbeinu. Yes. So what happened? Came and the Aaron, when the Aaron came, it biku turi bahadi hadadi. Instead of knocking out the mountains, what it did was, it caused the tops of the mountains to connect to each other. And it fit like a jigsaw puzzle. And there were outcroppings of rock in one side of the mountain, and there were holes in the other side of the mountain which were full of emoraim. And the outcroppings went in the holes, and it made <coughs> made mechshi out of those guys who were stuck in the in the in the cave. In the cave, right? Yeah, out of those guys. Then what happened? We cut lean on him, and it killed him. And the blood fell down, flowed down into the Nahal of Anon. Kiatu when the when Kiatu when Et and Vahav came, Et and Vahav are the two fellows who are in the back. Chazudama the Kanafik They saw the blood coming out of the mountains. Atu Vamul said they told the Jews. Vamul and the Jews said Shira. So these two guys, Vahav and Et. Who, who, who they were the only ones who got to see the miracle when Hashem did it. And the outpouring, Eshed is an outpouring of the canyons when it moved to sit and leaned against the border of Moab. That means that the mountain actually moved 
in order to make mechshi out of the people who were inside of it. Okay, unbelievable miracle. The Avne El Gabish. What happens when you see the stones of El Gabish? My Avne El Gabish. What Avne El Gabish? Tana. We learned Abanim Sheamdu Al Gabish. These are stones that stayed in the sky because of the zechut of a person. Viardu, and they came down again afterwards. Hey, welcome. Viardu, and they came down again again afterwards. Al Gabish, because of the zechut of a man. We're talking here, Ed, about the miracles that happened to the Jews when they left Egypt. Amdu al Gabish, Hashem made these stones uh, say suspended in the air because of a man. What is that referring to? That Moshe, that's Moshe. Tikhtiv, as it says, why how do you know that Moshe is called Ish? Tikhtiv, because it says, Ish Moshe Anav Meod. It calls Moshe Ish. Ish Moshe. It could have said Moshe Anav Meod. But it specifically calls him Ish, so we see that it's referring to him. Right? That's what that's a, that's why the El Gabish, right? El Gab El means suspended. Gab on the back of because of Ish. And it also says, it says by Barad that these rocks, these rocks of Barad, stayed in the air and they didn't fall to the ground. Now, most people understand these not falling to the ground means it stopped coming down. But, the, but we're explaining it literally, which means that there was some that was suspended in the air and they were hanging out, hanging out there. And they hung out there for 40 years wow. until Yoshua came and he was in a battle and he needed those rocks, and he brought them back, back down. So that's why they called Abne Al Gabish, El Gabish Al Gabish. Which who's the Ish? One Ish is Moshe, and the Ish who brought him down is Yoshua. How do we know? Yaldu Al Gabish. They came down because of him. Ze Yoshua. This is Yoshua. Tachtiv, as it says in the biblical verse, Kach Lecha Yoshua Benun. Take Yeshua, the man who is Ruach Bo. could have said, Yeshua Benun, Asher Ruach Bo. Why Ish? To tell you, he's the guy who's going to bring down the rocks, the Al-Gabish rocks. And it also says, It was when they were running away from the Jews. What happened was, the Gibbonim had attacked, the Gibbonim made peace with the Jews, and the Gibbonim went to attack them. So, when they, when the Hashem, Yoshua came to de- defend the Gibonim, and they beat the Monim, and when they were running away from them, Hashem hit them with the stones. Now, the Pasuk says later that more died from the stones than Yoshua killed, so it must have been killed a lot of people. Actually, that's where it was. Hashem sent through on them big stones, those are the same stones that they were held in the sky. Okay. Now, we said it in the Mishnah, no, in the Brayta, that if you see the stone that Og wanted to throw on the Jews, you have to make a Baraka as well. So says the Gemara, we're on the, we, were, we are now on the last narrow line on Nun Dalit Amur Bet. How are you supposed to see all this stuff? Question out actually. Okay. Uh, hmm. it's not charging? No, maybe it's dying now. So, um, so it's interesting that you're saying that because I remember. Oh, I have to pause. Hold on. Last narrow line. Okay. Gemara Gemirila. 
we have a tradition that that's what happened. Again, it's not a pasuk. We don't, we don't find a pasuk. We have a tradition uh, from, from Moshe Rabbeinu, this is what happened. Amar, Og said, How big are the Jewish camp? The Jews, nothing. Tlata parsa, the only three parsa. Azil va'akantura bar tlata parsa. I'll uproot a mountain that's three parsa wide. Vashre alayu v'aktilinu. I'll throw it on them and kill them all. That'll, that'll, that'll handle the Jews. By the way, Og was being paid to keep the Jews out of Canaan. That was Og's job. Og and Sichon were being paid to keep the Jews out. That's why when the Jews said we want to pass by, Og didn't say, yeah, Fadlul, go through. We, we, they said, we're not attacking you, Og. And he said, we're coming. He, Og came to attack them. He said, I can't let you through. <laughs> he said, they've been paying me for 40 years to keep you guys out. He's a giant? He was a giant? Yeah. Right? So he said, I'll handle the Jews with no problem. I'll just throw a rock on, throw a mountain on them. Right? Azal Akartula Batatapasa. So he went and uprooted the mountain. It's amazing how Hashem gives him the power for this, even though he's trying to do something wrong. And he carried it over his head to throw it on the Jews. So not only is he picking it up, he's like the bodybuilders who could, you know, it's one thing to pick it up, it's another thing to carry it. You, know, you, have, to, you have to pick the thing over your head. He's got it over his head, he's going to chuck it on the Jews. Okay? Hashem said, you want, I'm going to take. Hashem brought these little ants onto the mountain, and they made a hole in it. It's interesting, the irony of Hashem, wow. that you have Og Melachan, you's guy, and Hashem says, you know what I'm going to kill you with? <laughs> ants. Ants, yeah. Because Og's outlook of the world was size. Everybody size related. You, you're, you're, you're important if you're big. Hashem says, okay, important if you're big. I got gotcha. you. I'll give you the strength. Pick up the mountain. Go ahead, pick up the mountain. You know what's going to be your Achilles heel? You know what's going to be your Achilles heel? An ant. Some ants. I, I shouldn't say it. I'm saying that this is included in the Musad over here. Right? He did a similar thing by Titus, but that's not for our Gemara. You have to wait for Gitin for that. Right? Um, right? What does he do? Uh, and they make a hole in it. It falls around his neck. So now he's got this big mountain and it's around him. And he's stuck in it. He wants to move it around his neck. He's got this mountain around his neck. Wow. Right? His teeth got extended out. And he couldn't get it off because his teeth got stuck in the mountain that's around his neck. Pretty uncomfortable. That's why it says, Shinir Shaim Shibarta. The teeth of the wicked you broke. What does it say? Shinir Shim Shibarta. What does it say when Hashem says he broke the teeth of the wicked? Don't read it Shibarta, which means broken. El Shirapta. Shirapta means that he extended them. Hashem extended the teeth in order that it should be stuck around his mouth. So I said, what happens? Moshe kama hava hato was Moshe Eser Amot. Shakil narga bar Eser Amot. He took an axe that was ten Amot long. Shavir Eser Amin. He jumped ten Amot up. Umachia bekarsule. He hit Og in the ankle, I guess, with this thing around his neck. Wow. Yes. And he killed him. Just for his ankle. No. 30 Amot Rochi is a minimum of... Six, uh, no, minimum of uh, of 45, yeah. Oh, wow. 45 feet high to hit, to hit his ankle, and he killed him. And that was that. Okay. Now, 
No, he was much more. His ankle was 45 feet. That's 450 feet. Huh? No, 450 feet. Maybe. He was pretty tall, yeah. I, I, I uh, he, he probably be pretty good, pretty good on the Knicks. The Evan she has shav alei Moshe. He might be a bigger sadiq than the guys on the Knicks. The Evan she has shav alei Moshe. Tichtiv as it says, v'idei Moshe kvedim, v'yikru Evan v'yasimu tachtav yeshua. One second, okay. Tichtiv as it says, v'idei Moshe kvedim. It says Moshe's hands were heavy. V'yikru Evan v'yasimu tachtav yeshua. They took he took a rock. They put it under him, he sat down on the thing. Vishtoshelot, right? It says that if you see Lot's wife, you have to make a beracha. Shnei Mar, as it says, Vatabet ishto It says his wife turned around and she became a pillar of salt. Vihomat yiricho shinibla. And it says if you see the wall of yiricho that got swallowed, It says the wall fell down. It says, I understand all these nisim. They're all miracles. Why do we make a bracha on wife's on Lot's wife becoming salt? That's a punishment. All the other things in the bracha were all they all have in common. The common denominator is that they all happen to be miracles and good, nice, very nice things. Right. So the Gemara says you're right. The Amar Baruch Dayan Haemet. You're right. When you see Lot's wife, you say Dayan Haemet. Where it says, well, how can it be? How can you say you make down the mid? It says you give thanks. Tani, we went to the Brighta. No one saw them. I'm sorry? No one saw them. Okay, we, you can see them now. You go there now. You'll see a picture. See Lot's wife now in salt. You go there when you go to Israel, inshallah. Oh, yes. And therefore, it could be that that's what they're referring to in the Brayta. Right? In other words, that we're referring to, you say a positive thing on, only on Lot, and you write on Lot's wife, you say Dayana Emet. <laughs> now, it could be, yeah, it could be they're telling you, that some people claim that it means that when you see the pillar, now, I don't know how you see Lot, Lot's not around. Could be the understanding that when you see the pillar of Lot's wife, you remember the miracle of Lot, and you can thank praise Hashem on the on, when you see Lot's wife. You can make double baracha. Lot's wife, that pillar is legit over there. I don't know. There, there is a thing that says Lot's wife pillar. I don't know if it's legit. How do we refer to Lot You remember the miracle of Hashem. Remember. Well, Hashem felt that he was sadiq compared to the other people. The fact that Hashem saved any Sadiq in any situation is, 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 shows that he's a miracle. Yes, later on, later on, he ended up Kilkalu. He ended up uh, messing up with his daughters. But in the, at the time, he, he was a, it was the savior of a Sadiq. Good question, though. That's an individual thing, not for the masses. Nice question, Isaac. Amar Yohanan. Afil Bishat Kasosh Hu. So Khera Sadiqim. Even when Hashem is angry, he remembers the Sadiqim. When Hashem destroyed the cities of the of the plain, Abraham. Hashem remembered Abraham. So according to this, Mr. Binyamin, it could be the the, the Sadiq that remembering is actually Abraham and saving Lot in the Sukhut of Abraham. Okay. Says the Gemara. 
and the wall of Yericho that got swallowed. Says the Gemara, the Chomat Yericho Nivla was the wall of Yericho swallowed. It's not true. Va'anafot says it fell. Shneimad va'yi kishmo ha'am et kol shufar va'yiri wa'am teruah gilva. They made a big teruah. Va'tipola hamah. It says it fell. Tachter. It fell underneath it. Kevet tepechuda averuma ki hadadinu. Since its width and height were the same, the only way that it could fall was by swallowing. So amazing wall they had over here. This wall of Yericho was tall, obviously tall enough, and it was as wide as it was tall. So if you have, let's say, at least 25 feet high, that means it's 25 feet wide too. So the only way it could fall is by getting swallowed, because otherwise something like that can't fall. There's no reason why it should turn one way or the other. Right? Okay. Amar Marav. There are four people who have to make gomel. Who are they? Your dehayam, people who go in the, in the sea. Hochem is guys who go through the midbar. a guy who was sick and got better. a guy who was in jail and he got out of jail. Okay. Where can I prove it to you that people who go to the sea have to make a belacha? Tirtiv as it says in the biblical verse. In Tehrim, Yordeh Hayam Ba'oniyot, Hemara'u Ma'aseh Adonai. The cruises, Papa? <laughs> cruises, you have to say, say go back for the coronavirus. The Omer, then you say, Vayamed Ruach Se'ara. It says that he, he made the, the stormy sea, Ya'alu Shamayim Erdu Te'amot. They went up to heaven and they go down to the depths. The Omer, it says, Ya'hogu, they move, Vianu and they move around kishikor. That's when the ship is moving like a drunkard. The Omer It says that they cried out to God when they were in trouble. And from the depths, Yotzeim Hashem took them out. The Omer also says He stops the so he turns the storm into relaxness, relaxingness, calmness. The Omer it says kishtoku and they were happy that it stopped that it was quiet. That's, that's, from there we see that you have to thank Hashem, you have to thank Hashem for His kindness. So that's how we see people who go on the sea. How do we know a guy who goes to the desert has to make it as well? As it says in the biblical verse, all those pesukim, which tell you that if you're going in a place where there's no people, you cry out to God, and Hashem take them, to, tell them to the right place, and we thank Hashem. How do we know that? Fools, who because they do averot, Hashem, and uh, they do sins, they got, they got sick. They, 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 at that time they got sick, they don't want to eat. They're so sick, they don't want to eat. And they call out to Hashem. Hashem sends His word, and He cures them. You do that and they thank Hashem. How about getting out of jail? How do we know that? It says in the biblical verse, Right? Says they, he humbles them with hard work in jail. Takes them out from darkness and death. I guess the, the, 
I guess that the jails of the old days were a little different than our jails. Choshek v'tel mavet. Ve'omer, yodul adnei hasto, it says they thank Hashem for that. Maybe, maybe he did. Ma'am mevalech, what parecha does he say? Amar v'yuda, baruch komer chasadim tovim. Baruch Hashem, that you do chasadim tovim. That's according to Rabbi Yehuda. Abaye omer, v'asich lo duye kame asara. You have to do it with ten people there. You can't do it by yourself. You have to go to Minyan. Tehtiv, vayiramu bekalam, as it says in the same Tehtiv, it says you will do it bekalam, with a lot of people. From that pasuk, you see, that you can't do Gomel by yourself. Morzuch omer, v'tzen minayhu rabanan. You should do it when two of them are rabbis. Shneimar says in the biblical verse, "Umoshav zekinim yahaleluhu." Moshav zekinim, zekinim is plural of zaken. You need at least two rabbis. Matkiv laRavashi, Rashi asked, "Ve'em akulu rabbanan." If so, then it should be all rabbis, right? Because Moshav zekinim. We're assuming they're all rabbis. Gemara says, "No." Miktiv bekal zekinim. It doesn't say kahal zekinim. Bekal am. Right? Moshav, Zikinim, and Kalam. So it's ten people, two of them rabbis, and all good. Maybe you need twelve people. Maybe you need ten regular fellows and two rabbis. Says the Gemara, Kasha, you have a good question. Okay. We are going to stop right over here. Quick review, Rabbi we said, if you see a place of miracle Jews, you make Baruch Shasan Nisim Al If you see a place where idols are prudent, Baruch Shakaravadat Kochavim, Me'atzenu. If you see earthquakes, thunder, lightning, and zikim, Baruch Shakachov Gortom Alam. Hashem has the strength all over the world. And it fills the world. If you see mountains, rivers, and desert, Baruch Shosem Hashem Rashit. Rain, you make Hatova Metiv, or good tidings. And if you have bad things, they aren't New clothes, you say Shechianu. And you don't, we have to make sure that you don't cry about something that happened already. You don't, you don't say, I hope the ambulance is not at my house. If you go to a dangerous city, you pray twice. According to Ben Azi, you pray four times. Right? Um, also, you, uh, you, you have to breast, the reason why you know you have to breast Hashem from bed is because it says, Bechol Midah Now, uh, when you greet your fellow, you often greet him with Hashem's name, like, like we see from Boaz. Well, let's say, say this again. Um, also, you, you have to be careful not to behave lightheaded opposite the Shalom Mizrach in the Beit HaMikdash. Then we said, how do you know you make a Baracha when you see a place of a miracle? From Yitroh, because Yitroh made a Baracha when he saw Moshe, Baruch Hashem, he saved you. From that's how we learn all these miracle things. Now, um, there was, Gemara asks, how could it be that you only make a beracha on miracles for a lot of people? What do you mean? It says that there was three different stories of people who had miracles happen to them. Either the wild lion fell on them, or the wild camel, or whatever the story was, and they all make, the, the rabbis made berachot, thank Hashem that you saved me. Gemara says, no. Uh, individual, remember the, what was the answer? Individual makes his own beracha. Okay, and a plural, rabim make only make a beracha. Everyone has to make it. Good. Now, um, 
we, we mentioned things that you have to play as Hashem, and it says that the, what, what, what we want to know what miracle happened in Arnon, and we said the miracle there was that these guys were wait, laying in wait to, to lay ambush to the Jews, and Hashem caused that when the Aron came, the mountains came together, and it caused them to turn into Mechshi in the mountains. What is the stones of El Gabish? These are the stones that got that was mentioned in the Brighton that you make it say Bracha. Those are the stones of Moshe Rabenu that were in Barad. Moshe caused them to stay suspended in air. They stayed there for 40 years. When Yeshua needed them, they, they fell on the Emori later. Then it says that famous miracle by Og, that Og tried to throw a mountain on the Jews. And he, he the, ants. It, the ants made it fall around his neck. His teeth got an extension, and he couldn't kick him off. And Moshe killed him. Moshe was ten amot tall, and he jumped altogether uh, to a height of thirty amot altogether. He killed him by hitting Og on the ankle. Okay. Then we said this. If you see the stone Moshe sat on, which they put under his arms, Lot's wife. If you see that, you make a baracha. We asked, oh, that's a punishment? We said, no, you make a double baracha. Baruch Dayana emet, and you say, thank Hashem for remembering the Sadiqim. Um, even when he's angry, he remembers the Sadiqim. According to Rabbi Yochan, it's an interesting thing. We didn't mention this before, but Rabbi Yochanan's point here, yeah, the reason why it's such a great miracle is usually when Hashem is angry, everyone get, everyone's get punished. But here we see, and even when Hashem is angry, and he's destroying Saddam, he doesn't destroy, he still takes care of the Sadiqim. That's a special show of Hashem's greatness that he can even... Uh, in the middle of a punishment, he could save somebody. The wall of Yericho got swallowed. We asked, how could, it, how could it get swallowed? So it says it fell. So it says, since it was, the wall was equidistant with and height, that's how it could do that. All the way to falls like that. And we said the four people say, Gomel, or if you go through the windlass, if you get sick, if you go to jail, or if you went through the sea. And the Barachah is Gomel Chazim Tovim, and you have to say it in front of 10 people. And some say that the two people have to be Sadiqim. You might need 12 or 10. That was Machloket. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen, Amen. <laughs>